Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Having It All podcast. My name is Matthew Bivens, and I am very, very excited about the conversation that we're going to be having today, mostly because I'm not alone today. I am joined here in the studio with my amazing, wonderful, awesome, hilarious wife, Sarah. How are you, Mama? Hey, I'm awesome. How are you? I'm great. Cool. It's been a while since you've been on the podcast. It has been a minute. Yeah. And Longer than a fortnight. <laughs> you like and, that uh, The episodes that we, we do, the conversations that we have are always, are always great. And they tend to be some of the most popular shows. And I think it's because you and I go in. That's cool. Yeah. And today's, today's no different. We're about to go in on some stuff. I'm excited. I have not gotten a lot of prep here. So I'm just like, all right, I'm I sitting know. here. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be a great conversation with Sarah. I'm excited for it. Uh, before we do that, I want to go through the whole regular intro. I want to share some magic. So as you know, Sarah, magic is when you influence yourself, others, and life in an empowering way. Indeed. And it's something that you and I have been acknowledging and practicing for, I don't know, what, five and a half years? Yeah, almost six years. Almost six years. Uh, we were introduced to the concept of magic through the Orde Balance game. And it's just this beautiful, this beautiful thing to recognize. Recognizing when you are influencing yourself, others in life, and just creating amazing things all around you because it's happening all the time. Yeah, what I love about it is because what you just said, it's always happening. Now this is just a way, a context, a tool with which you can identify it better and then more. Uh, yeah. And then when you do that, you see actually how it's popping up everywhere and you also create the space to magnify it and create more of it. So it's always been happening, but it's, I mean, it's like anything in our lives that, you know, it's the thing that's always been right there in front of us. But now you see it differently or you look at it differently, you relate to it differently. Yeah. And, you know, it creates this whole new, whole new world. So it's cool. <laughs> you know, um, what I really dig about magic is that before this context of magic, I would react to things happening in my life and I would be surprised and excited. I'd say, oh my gosh, look at what just happened. Yeah, like it just fell in your lap exactly. kind of thing. You know, you life happens to you. Life yeah, happens you're lucky, to, yep. unlucky. And now I am much more aware that I'm the co-creator in it. 
that I can look at something that happens and be like, yeah, I helped create that. Yeah, I'm awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. a very different, huge, much different shift. So do you have some magic you want to share? Sure. Lots Kick of, it off. Yeah, you go first. Lots of magic. Uh, let's see. Well, I'll go back in time for a second <laughs> to last week at exactly this time um, because it's a really magical thing. So Mondays uh, are when Maya, our daughter, goes to daycare, goes to preschool. And yesterday, excuse me, last Monday, getting ready to go to preschool. I'm in the car with her, driving along, and I hear, <laughs> and I turn around, and I went, oh, damn. She just had, she had just eaten almond yogurt at our house, yeah. and so she had this pink, like, smelly, just all over her. I'm sorry right now, listener, who can't handle that kind of stuff you're probably like oh my god Blah. she but puked that's she what Sarah's puked. saying she puked all over herself. and i was like all right that's, that's what we're doing and so at a time in my life where i know i would have just completely freaked out or lost my stuff or not because i knew she was okay but just thinking about what that meant the implications for the day and whatever so turn around get her home strip her take out the car seat everything put her in the tub clean her up we sit on the couch together and then she puked on me yeah so it was just like oh man um, so I thought for a second we were gonna have to buckle in for a day's worth of like head in the trash can type of stuff, but she was fine because toddlers are the weirdest human beings ever, and she was just completely fine the rest of the day. However, we were not gonna be those parents who sent her back to school, right, or sent her, you know, late as a result of you know because we weren't exactly sure what was going on. Uh, so we switched up our day, and you know we. We usually work from home that day, and that's the day we can get a lot of stuff done because she's gone all day. But we just, you know, hey, you get 90 minutes here. I get 90 minutes here. Flip, flop, flip, flop. And that's what we did. And we made it work. And it was honestly totally fine. I didn't yeah. feel that much more drained at the end of the day. And I, I think that's just due to... um the reps, I mean, the reps we put in as far as like how we manage ourselves and um, stress management and relationship to what you said, like you're creating your life around you. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to be a victim to any of it. And um, to have a supportive partner like you, you know, we really took a team approach. So that was really magic to me because that's a day that could have totally thrown everything out of kilter. Um, but instead, it just ended up being a day totally. you know, where I happened to get puked on. So <laughs> yeah, I agree. That was that was definitely magical. You influence yourself powerfully to just flow. Mm-hmm. You know, because not much we could do in that in that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, my magic was last night and this morning. Um, I had been for my balance chart. I set a goal of getting ninety percent, and I hit that last night. And it was great. It felt great to hit ninety percent of my balance chart because previous two weeks had been super low. We've been dealing with some of the the family stuff, some of the Watson stuff, and I really wasn't making deposits in myself. So. Last night, I hit 90% of my balance chart. Um, We also wrapped up week four of the trust challenge. So I was making those social deposits. So I was feeling really filled up. And that rolled into this morning. When I woke up this morning, you know, I I knew that we have this this great big day in front of us. We have all, all this time with Maya as a daycare. And I said, okay, before I jump into work, that's what I tend to do in the morning, just jump right into stuff. I really want to make some deposits into myself. So first thing I did was I made the bed. Just a really simple thing. Made the bed. Now the room looks nice and straightened up. Second thing I did, I jumped down and did 25 push-ups. It was awesome. Then I stood up and did 12 deep breaths, our Tai Chi breathing. Then I went out and did 10 pull-ups. And influencing myself to just do one thing after another, all of them were deposits in me, is definitely magic. 
Mm-hmm. And I did all of them knowing that you at the same time were with Maya. And I said, you know, me taking this five minutes to do these different things, I'm going to feel like I, you know, made that time to, to, to deposit in myself to fill my tank back up so that I can now show up powerfully for the rest of my morning, help out with Maya, get her ready to go, do all the things that we need to do. So it was definitely magic for me to influence myself to not just do the one thing, but knock all those things out. And I think that um, for me, at least, I, I, I tend to experience like a domino. Like I flick the lead domino by doing one healthy deposit, one you know proactive thing, and it just tends to set off a chain reaction where I end up in five minutes knocking out four different things, getting points on my balance chart, you know, showing up for myself in a lot of different ways. So that was totally magical. And I want to keep that flowing for the rest of the day today because um, I want to get another 90 plus on my balance chart. And I just want to feel like I'm depositing into myself all throughout the day. Because on a day like today, you know, it's what? It's nine o'clock. We don't pick Maya up for another eight hours. It could be very easy to just like head down, mm-hmm. go into monk mode and just go. Monk mode. Yeah. That, that's Hashtag what I, monk mode, everyone. <laughs> that's what I call it when I get really just uh, absorbed in my work and go into that flow. I call it going monk. I know. When you would tell me that, that just basically means that's your your official way of saying like, don't bother me. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> so yeah, it was magic to make those deposits this morning. And um, this is magic too, being on the being here talking to you totally is so i'll share one more because we i thought about it before because you had also mentioned it to me as a possibility for magic and i was like yeah yeah and then i shared what i shared about you know maya and daycare um but to not share this would probably like would be weak sauce in my mind Mm, so like not being bold uh so i will share magic for myself and maybe you ladies out there can relate to this or get something from this and that's why i want to share it or men too you know but i'm just speaking from my experience as a woman so we're always working on, you know, our own personal growth and empowerment, especially around sexual healing and sexual energy and what that is because so much of our shame, judgment, guilt in society as individuals gets wrapped up in, you know, how we look at sex, how we were taught about sex, yada, yada, yada. So one thing for me that I've been aware of and I've been looking at recently in this season of of me is my relationship to certain sensations and positions. And one namely, uh, I want to say from behind because I don't like doggy style. I don't feel like that's a anyway doggy style because that's the most <laughs> that's the most understood. We call it goddess pose. Yeah, goddess pose. So if you want to reframe that, you know, take that, run with it. You know, you can you can have that from us. Anyway, that position for me, you know, at times I'm sure other women can relate. It doesn't feel like the most empowering because that tends to be the one where you know because of the way you're physically positioned, it's like you're not looking at each other. Sometimes a woman is face down ass up and it's just anyway so I don't have to go into why people might have their things about that but I had my things about that um sensationally but then also the the energy of it and so I've been working on that and so something kind of clicked in my brain recently as I was like okay how can I reframe this experience like how can I create a new experience of it to, to your point of like the domino effect how can I have just one thing that I can now imprint a new experience of that yeah and for me something just like 
divine inspiration, call it, I was like, what if I incorporated my vibrator in that position to where, you know, I can have that stimulation? Because for some women, lots of women, actually, not just some, they require clitoral stimulation in order to achieve an orgasm or to get to a point of, you know, certain pleasure and sensation. Uh, so I was like, what if I incorporated that? And then that just created a different sort of experience for that position. And we had done that once before, I believe. And then we did it again yesterday. And amazing, like yeah. amazing and uh, total magic in that I saw a thing that was limiting me and I chose to lean into that and move, move through that and, and getting, you know, crafty and resourceful and thinking about it, like that sort of thinking, especially applied to myself, not just other people, but like for my own personal well-being and healing is really magical to take what I know I can do for others, but to put that internally, um, in more ways than one. And, uh, I feel like it's creating now a new relationship. It's like new um, coding, like new wiring and synapses are being fired now around that to where I can create an empowering experience of that sexual position. And in turn, you know, with using the vibrator, I feel like it just opened me up like literally and emotionally and made me more relaxed as opposed to sometimes in that position, I'm kind of just like bracing or I can, you know, I can do it, you know, that sort of attitude, like, okay, cool, I can do this. Let's just like kind of get it over with and then we can move on to what I like better. But to, you know why not uh why not experience it to the fullness that i possibly could so i wanted to share that as magic because i feel like people can get something from that um whatever that is whether it is an actual sexual position that you don't relate to so powerfully how could you explore that how could you utilize someone loving and supportive to walk you through that and hold space for you in that uh, or just a, an idea around sex in general but just to to find ways you know use your innate gifts and abilities to seek out another way of experiencing something because I mean this is my life and this is my body and this is my relationship and this is my sexual energy like it's up to me and why would I not be experiencing it to the fullness that I know I can so that's super super magic for me so I had to share that so now (laughs) I don't get to walk away from this conversation be like I held back so there you go Gosh, I have such a big smile on my face right now. I had to take my hat off too. Like literally, I took my <laughs> hat off at one point. Steamy in there? Not even that. I just <laughs> love the boldness in your sharing. Thank you. Hell yeah! Like that's what this stuff is about, man. It's not about like you just said it. You would have walked away from this conversation feeling like you withheld. Yeah, and that to me is lame for for me for who I know myself to be and what I hold myself to. And I think it also kind of diminishes what I've been doing and the experience. And then it cuts people off who could potentially get something really big out of it. Like, why would I do that? Why would I hold on to that? And, you know, keep that to myself, you know, all greedily like, I have the secret and I won't share it. Like, no, expand it, you know, magnify it. So I hope there are women as a result of hearing that exploring what it could look like for them to shift something up that isn't working, isn't serving them, isn't empowering them to feel like the goddesses that they are. Mm. So there you go. You got you got me thinking that I want to take a left turn on this entire conversation oh, and just go down a different path because I just love it. I love I love the spontaneity. I love the boldness. This is exactly it. You know, you had a choice of let me stick in this what's comfortable. Let me go down this path of not sharing and stay in my fear or let me say fuck it, I'm going to share. Mm-hmm. And you shared. I freaking love it. Thanks. It's the coolest thing. This is exactly what the space for this podcast is about. Abundant loving life showing up powerfully showing up with love 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And doing it and talking in a context around something that is about love, you know, connecting in that way, love making. Ah, I love it. Okay. All right. Let me, re- let me regather my thoughts. Whatever you want to do, I'm cool for. We could do a little bit of both. I don't know what you. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm just here to hang out with you. So whatever. This is your show. <laughs> yes. All right. We'll see where spirit takes me um, because I want to share some listener love now. Cool. Move from love into love. Um, and this one, actually, you texted this to me, which is pretty darn cool. Because this is what I like to do. <laughs> I yeah. like to sit when I'm like in a meeting or I'm in between things or whatever, and there's a little bit of downtime. I like to see <laughs> your reviews. I like to look through that. I like to look through the reviews of all of our shows because we yeah. have three shows collectively. So I just like to check in, you know, because we read them on our shows. And then I just, you know, like to see what people, what feedback people are giving. So here I am just like sitting somewhere the other night and I was sifting through your reviews and I screenshotted it and sent it to you. And I was like, I love reading. Like, people love you. <laughs> you did. So I think it was Thursday. Yeah. And uh, you texted me and and you said, um, I like sitting and reading how much people love you That's is what exactly you wrote. That's exactly it. I just, I like so, it. I get a lot out of it. Yeah. So I want to read this. This, um, this person left an iTunes review and uh, this is from Jordan P. And it's great because the subject line is listener love. That's so funny. And, and Jordan writes, Matthew... I love you and all that you do. You're such an inspirational role model for young men. I really enjoy how you show vulnerability and I love your voice. This podcast is practical and your advice is so useful. You're so relatable and I look forward to my Tuesdays. Love, Jordan P. That's dope. That's so cool. You know, I think that's, I received that, Jordan. Like, I received that. And uh, I got, a, I got a, a big old smile on my face from, from reading that. And um, Sarah, I love that you took a screenshot of it and sent it to me because i'm looking at it on my phone right now i'm looking at it in the text thread that that you sent so jordan thank you for listening thank you for just just being the mission the message living and creating your abundant loving life and thank you so much for taking a minute to go to itunes and to leave a rating and review i love it i love it such a huge deposit for me so thanks Anybody else, if you want to connect with me, if you want to leave a rating, review, subscribe to the podcast, that would be amazing. That's such a a beautiful and simple way to support the show and to support the message that that, uh, we talk about here. Um, You can do so over at iTunes, uh, aka Apple Podcasts. And you can also hit me up on my email, mattcbivens at gmail.com. I love getting into conversations with you all. Um, Instagram as well, Matthew underscore Bivens. And you're the one who 
manages that Instagram account. I do. Yeah. I do. I do. You do most of the posts, mm-hmm. and uh, and I and I take care of connecting with people via the the was it the DM DM. Yeah, I thought about maybe doing a story too. I don't know how to do it, but I'm gonna try to figure it out. I'll try and teach you later. Yeah, That'd although I don't want to do like a 10 second thing and a 10 second thing. I just want to do like I just want to talk like an old video. Well, you could do a live, or you could have a IGTV station that's a whole and you're not ready for that we'll we'll, we'll start out baby steps (laughs) yeah okay i'm I'm still collecting myself really yeah where do we want to go with this well you kicked the door open so we're gonna go right through that door okay um i love the conversation about sexual healing Mm -hmm. and you and i uh you just shared you know with your magic around how you identified something that wasn't working for you or something that you saw opportunity in. Right. And you were proactive about doing something about it. So there's a lot of, there's a couple of elements here because um, with a number of my clients, we're reading Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and we've been talking about habit number one, be proactive. So I love the fact that you identified that you, in that goddess position, you know, and I've experienced it with you and it's been something that we've talked about in that goddess position for you it's more of a, there's more tightness, like tensing. Right. And um, I don't know, maybe you can describe a little bit more of your mindset that you experience when you step into that position that you think help, like creates that, that tight, that with that, that holding yeah. versus, you know, that more peaceful, relaxed, surrendered state. Well, certainly the least uh, performed per- position for me over the years uh, collectively, I w- I'm thinking back to you know past partnerships and relationships. I think there's a few it never even happened, and then maybe one or two it did. But I I think there there's a lot of uh, can be a lot of conversation about what that position means again because I think of like what it what it seems like in terms of uh, the power balance. You know that the woman is somehow. It disempowered by that position and that it's like a man asserting his authority and whatever. And again, it's like not face to face. So then there's a certain lack of intimacy that I feel like gets created around it. And that's just, I mean, I'm thinking back to when I was talking about it with a past partner. Uh, that's just the perennial, like what you see in like a porn or um, like a prostitution kind of scenario or you see on the TV shows, like that's just the way that it's done kind of like wham, bam again. Like there's not like, I haven't seen any depiction or heard of any scenario where that was like a loving connected, like explosive, like beautiful sort of engagement. It's just not really seen like that is to like get it in. Um, and I remember a conversation with a past partner sharing, like, I don't really feel so cool about that position. He's like, yeah, yeah, me neither. And like, which I'm sure he was lying. I mean, <laughs> or maybe, mm. maybe not. Um, but maybe there's, I'm sure there's, you know, men out there, partners who don't want to make their their women, their, their partners feel uncomfortable. So they don't push certain things or they won't advocate for certain things that they actually do want to experience because of what that could be creating as far as expectation or pressure or just oh, making man, a I, woman yeah. feel anything less than, you know, like everything's cool. So I totally get that. Um, but I think we were both just being inauthentic and scared and, and all kinds of stuff. So it just never really happened there. And, uh, probably didn't happen for a long time with us or if it like I don't know I'm just I'm trying to think back to it but okay so here's what I want to extract because I think there's something that I, I want to 
like the essence of what we're talking about is those beliefs that we run in our minds and those stories that we tell ourselves, particularly when it comes to sex, because that's what that's what the context of this conversation, impact so much the experience that we have. Mm-hmm. Like it's fascinating that we go in with all these preconceived ideas that, you know, in this case, that one position means this, has to feel like this, it, 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 it is indicative of, you know, uh, there's no connection or not loving, all right. of this stuff. And it's just, it's really interesting when what we experience as we bring all of our conversation, all of our fears into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what I, one of the reasons why I love sexual healing in particular is because when we're in that context, when we're, when we're in the bedroom or wherever it is that you, that you connect like that, there is this, this, this idea of vulnerability, right? Like you're nude. Yeah. Typically. So, and, and you're physically, you're most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yet we still come in comp- really guarded. Mm-hmm. And we still come in very walled off in a lot of ways. And for you in that position, I've experienced that, mm-hmm. right? Like guarded, walled off, you're bringing in the conversations of, the things you've seen in, in porn, things you've seen on TV and movies, conversations you've had with other people. And that's what I was pulling from from the, from you sharing. Yeah, yeah. These thoughts that it would, first of all, be physically painful because yeah. of, again, the depictions or the way you see it. Like, oh my God, like that has to hurt. Like the way that he's like drilling her or ramming her like that. No, 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 no. So just that thought of being like, that's going to hurt. Um, so then when you think it's going to hurt, like you're already preparing, you know, yeah. your physical body for pain. And so you're anticipating in, in that way. Yeah. And you're, um, and you're, and you're paying attention to the pain. Right. Right. So there's that. And then, yeah, uh, probably a lack of control. So, you know, just the, the way that that is physically set up that I don't have a lot of control of how it's, how it's moving and this and that. And just that, you know, it's not for me. Yeah. I certainly didn't see that as a position for me. Like that's not for me. That's totally for the dude. Yeah. So that's that's some of the stuff that I, I'm sure had built and um, been confirmed and like looked for ways to confirm that. And then that's like just a small mix of what I brought to the table when it came to that. And so I love the fact that you that that idea came to you to introduce that vibrator, that thing that you know can help open up, open yourself up energetically to receive and to experience the position and the space as being completely loving and nurturing and healing, which is, that's exactly the space that you and I intend to create when we connect like that. Right, we do. And what is, is what it is, right? I want to say it's unfortunate because I certainly feel and my my heart hurts for people who want to be experiencing their growth or who are, you know, particularly women, but they don't have that space for that, whether it's because their partnership isn't at a place that's ideal for that sort of growth or expansion or they're, they're, they just don't have, they haven't created a space for that or outlet yeah. for that. So to your point, like the space that was created was needed and essential to my bringing the the proactive energy, right? Because I could have the proactive energy, but what if you had come up with some bullshit of like, no, <laughs> or like you just weren't open to that or you were um, didn't want a vibrator to come into the bedroom. Like that's a thing, yeah. um, you know, men intimidated by that, which I, I get, but there's a lot around that. Or if you just, 
you weren't holding that space for me to move through it to a new level, um, you know, it can get stalled. It can get stagnant. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So I want to, I want to flip this around, um, because we've been focusing a lot of your sexual healing and and the experience for you. Um, and it's, it's interesting because we both have been experiencing, um, being proactive in a few areas. And for me, it's looked like my ejaculation. And I realized a few weeks ago how much I was forcing the ejaculation to stay down. Okay. And I was, I was feeling the impact of that in my body. I was seeing it. The impact of, you know, the, the sensation of orgasm comes up and force, 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 force and tightening all those muscles and doing all these different things saying, oh, I need to pause. I need to go use the restroom. I need to go do all these different things. And recognizing that that was not working for me mm. and seeing that there was an opportunity in there. And all that is because you don't want to ejaculate at the point where you're feeling that you're like, no, not yet, either because of time or you yeah. don't want it to look a certain way or whatever. But I'm sure there's a, a number of reasons. But it, the purpose is to like not come at that point because yep. it's not time. Like you, your mind and your mind, you haven't decided that's time yet. So Yes, because the conversation is that's too quick. Right. You haven't done your job. Yeah. She hasn't been fully satisfied. Right. She's only had one orgasm, two orgasms, whatever the conversation is. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're a punk. Yeah. You're a little boy. Mm. All of that shit. Gosh. Right? Because, you know, it, it's so fascinating because with with you, you brought your conversation into the position, which impacted how you experienced the position. Right. For me, I brought all of that conversation into the bedroom, which impacted directly my experience of myself whenever I would feel the little tickle of of the orgasm like tickle. yeah a little tickle you know so for example if if 10 is is having the orgasm when i would get to like six or seven mm. when i started to approach six or seven i realized okay we're kind of moving into that territory then i would have a lot of those thoughts and in the past i would like i said i would use very forceful methods to keep everything in i would squeeze that muscle whatever it's called that muscle that cuts off the pee stream and dudes i would squeeze that muscle like crazy and i would just hold like every fiber of my body and i realized recently that that doesn't work for me Mm. that doesn't work for me to do that and upon further reflection out you know after the experience was over and everything um, i thought to myself the reason why it doesn't work is because it's incredibly forceful yeah it sounds like it and I'm, i'm forcing my body to do something because of fear right the fear being premature ejaculation. Mm-hmm. The fear being having this orgasm when I don't want to. The fear being bull- the bullet lit point list of all the things, all the conversations. Mm-hmm. And so that was my realization a few weeks ago. And that has been my current area of opportunity because I know there's others. Yeah. That's been my current area of opportunity. It is surrendering. It is allowing my body to flow the way that it's going to flow it's fully accepting you know myself in every scenario especially when it comes to the bedroom because a lot of times i wouldn't accept certain things i didn't want to accept certain things about myself and then because we talked about how you were proactive i i put on that proactive hat myself and said okay i still want to be able to have the you know 
45 minute to an hour long session mm -hmm. that I've experienced in the past, right? And what can I what can I do? What skills can I learn? What can I tap into that's going to allow me to have that beast mode experience that I know is within me but doesn't come out of a place of force. Right. And so what I remembered is that in our game days that we take when we're sitting in squat holds for 30 minutes and we know our legs and our back and our butt are burning because we've been sitting in these positions what we use to find flow and to surrender in those scenarios is breath yeah and so i remembered articles that i'd read in the past passages from different books um about incorporating intentional breathing into the bedroom in order to move that sexual energy and so i think what did i do afterwards i uh, went on youtube Yeah, I went on YouTube and I started to to look up, you know, tantric breathing, um, different different videos, different things on how to incorporate breath. And one of the things that I had learned about years and years and years ago, which fascinated me as a man, is being able to separate ejaculation from orgasm. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. And so that connected with me big time a couple of weeks ago when I'm experiencing all of these things that are trying to prevent orgasm. But I still would love to have a you know, beautiful, physical, uh, super pleasurable experience. So I started doing my research, started, started reading different things, started watching these different videos and just connecting with this idea that I can create the sexual experience that I want and it doesn't have to come from force. It can come from flow. It can come from surrender, right? Because I know what it's like to sit in that squat hold for 30 minutes and to surrender to it while you're feeling all the burn and to be able to surrender using breath. So that's what I've started doing. And I think we've connected, I don't know, three or four times um, in the past several weeks since I've been more intentional about that. And um, like yesterday, for example, I, I was telling you I'm, I'm using my breath now. Mm -hmm. And it was really a, a beautiful experience that we had. Um, I really appreciate the space that you and I created last night because we both gave ourselves and one another permission to explore and to work on things, right? Like while, you know, you're in goddess position, I'm behind you and you're using the vibrator and exploring what it looks like to open up energetically and to relax and to let go of your own disempowering thoughts, all those things that you would bring into that position. I'm doing the same thing and we're talking about it. And like, That to me is a is a such a different way to approach sex. Yeah, like we weren't doing that years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, we weren't uh, uh, workshopping it. Right, right. It's like no, that's yeah, what you trial do. and error of what works. Yeah, and communicating. Right, and saying beforehand, hey, be you know, my intention for this connection. You know, for this lovemaking is I really want to work on my breath. Mm -hmm. I really, like this is me talking, like I really want to be able to, you know, when I recognize that I'm feeling a lot of tension in my penis because I'm getting ready to, to come, I want to, I want to use my breath and I want to inhale and bring that energy in and exhale and just move that energy all throughout my pelvis, move it all throughout my body. That's how I want to use my breath. That's what I'm intending to do today. And then for you to say, great, 
you know, I really want to experience goddess position and I want to pull out my vibrator and I want to be able to, you know, we'll put in your words, what, what was your intention um, that you shared with me prior to lovemaking yesterday? I wanted to continue to feel out that position in a different way that allowed me to feel different things physically, emotionally, and just create a new experience around it. And so in my mind, what that looked like was creating an orgasm in that position, because that is by far the position that least number of orgasms have occurred, if any, in the past. And so what if with the support of the vibrator and just like the different sensational aspect that that created, and then if I were to climax and have an orgasm in that position, that it could like Ooh, like lay down a new foundation for that and this like connection of, you know, mind and brain of like, see, like it's possible. It yeah. can happen. You can experience it in this position now, like own that and be empowered by that. Um, You know, it's just like in any sort of physical pursuit, you know, you think about a sport or when you're working out or something to do something. I mean, anything, it doesn't even have to be a physical endeavor like sports, but when you connect a result of something with your brain, you can now associate that thing with that thing you're doing. You know, yeah. it's what your kids are doing every day is they learn new things. You know, you watch, we watch Maya. So by creating a new experience around that position, I could now create a new possibility. Totally. Totally. So what I love about this conversation and what I want to highlight now for everyone listening um, is, you know, there's several things that truly, truly inspire me about you and I. Uh, in in our sexual relating and our sexual healing lately. The first is that we recognized that we had were both creating experiences in the bedroom that we didn't enjoy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We recognize that through the scripting that we had, through our old beliefs, through our own disempowering thoughts, through our own self-judgments, whatever it was, we were bringing all of this stuff into this space, this space that you know we intend to hold as a healing, powerful, loving space. We were bringing our, our stuff into it. Yeah. And that was impacting our experience. It was impacting your experience physically. It was impacting my experience physically, um, both of us probably emotionally as well. <clears throat> so we recognized that that was going on. We saw within that an opportunity. We saw within that the opportunity that, you know what, it doesn't have to be this way. For you, you know, you were saying, I don't have to experience God's position this way. For me, I was saying, I don't have to experience, you know, my relationship to orgasm this way. And then from there, we both were proactive. 
in seeking out something to, as you put it, make that new connection. Yeah, right. Right? Make that new connection, make that new experience. You know, we were proactive. We went about creating a different experience for ourselves. And the final thing that I truly love about it is that we were talking about it together. This wasn't a secret that you were working on by yourself. This wasn't something that I never shared with you that I was just dealing with on my own. We talked about it outside of the bedroom. We were both so aware of where each of our opportunities were. We were both so aligned to working on them together, to exploring within sex, within lovemaking, using that space as something other than just something for feel, that, that feels good, something that's about making babies, something that we do because we're married. Mm-hmm. We were using that space for healing, like legit healing. And I love the fact that you and I have developed this context around sex and, and sexual intimacy that includes healing within it. It's freaking amazing. It's beautiful because within that, you and I have become more connected. Like there's a deeper connection between you and I when we each hold that space of like supreme vulnerability and trust for one another. Like I had to sit there and trust that I could share with you that I'm working on moving my my sexual energy and and experiencing an orgasmic state without without experiencing ejaculation and I had to trust that you would hold that information and accept it that you wouldn't judge me that you wouldn't laugh at me that you wouldn't think that I was less of a man like there's a ton of trust in there and so much trust that you had to do that you had to place within me yeah that that you could be comfortable with and know that there are parts and times where I'm be like, ah, no, that doesn't work. And that you won't take that personal or that um, you, you won't think then that like it has to get shut down because I did reach a point of discomfort. Like it totally makes sense if, you know, you're with a woman and it's like, ah, like that's sort of this that you just like, all right, done. Like I'm going to stop and I'm never going to do that again because yeah. I don't want to hurt you or make you uncomfortable. But if there's that willingness and if I'm saying to you, no, 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 I, it's okay. Let's just, you know, be aware of that and let's move into that and like, you know, let, you know, let's guide each other through it, that you're open to that. So that you're not like afraid of what could potentially come up. What could potentially come up? Yeah. I've cried during sex after whatever the noises change. Like, so to just be open to that, I think is huge. Um, trust that you're cool if there are parts as we're figuring out the sensation of it that maybe it's not the most stimulating for you or isn't the most arousing or isn't what would get you to ejaculation that I'm cool with that that you're not sitting back there behind me like okay this is boring this is not for me like this isn't doing anything for me like this is just for her this is I'm just helping her and this I get nothing out of this that that isn't happening there's a whole lot of trust that has to be built and and nourished um absolutely you know for that because you know it's an extremely vulnerable position and you know after having a baby that's a big thing too i mean not just how i feel in my body and how my body moves but yeah like what's going on up in there like what's changed and shifted since having maya and uh it's like a super sensitive part of you, especially certain parts of the wall. And when it gets poked or prodded or mushed, it's like, oh my God, like it can really light you up um, one way or the other. So just, just being uh, trusting and open and vulnerable with, with such a intimate, special part of you. Yeah. 
It's huge. And you know what? It takes time to get there. Hell yeah. I mean, you and I, we're not having this type of of communicative, open, understanding type of sex in the beginning of our relationship because mm-hmm. neither of us were willing to go there. Neither of us were willing to to open that, to create that space, to be honest. And I'm very grateful that we've gotten to where we are. Um, and I love the fact that <clears throat> we can go into a sexual experience with a certain intention, with a certain context in mind, and that context can change. Right. You know, and sometimes we, when we get down, it's like we're about to get down <laughs> and it's not workshopping. Right. Right. It's just you and I are both there to to experience ourselves in that in that powerful way and to experience one another. And we don't have to set an intention and we don't have to talk things out beforehand. We just jump in and we connect and it's explosive and beautiful. And then we also have the option to say, hey, my intention is this. My intention is that Um, I'd like to experience this. I want to, you know, and that is amazing as well. Like we we have, there's a spectrum of, of sexual experiences we get to have, which I don't know about you, but, but in previous relationships, it was pretty single note. It was like, we jump in bed, we do this. I'm pretty sure you're going to do this position, then this position, then this position. You're going to sound just like this. It was very like... One flavor. Yeah, it was very one flavor. Like, you know, and, and I was creating that. I was co-creating that. So um, I'm... I'm grateful for the strides that we have made because they haven't been easy yeah no it's not pretty sometimes yeah <laughs> you know and that all within the midst of them this is another conversation i'm sure that all of this what you just mentioned like the healing and the growth in the midst of yeah like being married and having a kid and working and running a house together like all that other stuff is circulating yeah. and orbiting around as well like it's not like we just spend all day every day working on our sexual relationship you know you there's other things and there's other parts that are integrated which impact the bedroom and vice versa so it's like if other things aren't flowing so well then yeah that has impact in the bedroom as well so let's end by talking about why this is so important to us why do we make this such a high priority that you know we seek out sexual healing frequently we we seek out experiences where we get to um, expand ourselves in that way within that sexual context Um, we seek out opportunities to experience ourselves with different people sexually because of blank like why is it i'll start i'll I'll share for me the reason why you know i am so committed to this with you is because of something that you said a little bit early, a few seconds ago. It impacts everything else. Mm. You know, it impacts everything else. When you and I are vibrating at that powerful level, it impacts who we are as parents. It impacts who we are as business people. It impacts who we are as co-hosts and who we are as as friends, as family. And, you know, I love the fact that we have created this space with with sexual intimacy where we do get to deepen that connection where we do get to step into an arena and experience ourselves in different ways you know there's so much self-work that happens in sex for us and that's huge that's tremendous you know i get to i get to go in and work on confidence 
I get to go in and work on serving. I get to go in and work on, you know, being incredibly mindful and present with my body. And all of these things just help me to be a more powerful, greater version of myself. And I get to, you know, do that in a space where I get to connect with you at the same time and hold space for you. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I love it. So for me, it's, you know, the creating that space for sexual healing is, is, is an opportunity for me to grow. It's an opportunity for us to grow. And through that, everything else that I touch gets impacted. What about for you? I would say it's probably similar to what you said. I'm sure the energy and the essence is the same, but I'll word it differently. And that's that I have not experienced any other thing any other area like nutrition or exercise or whatever insert there. I haven't experienced anything else when done and um, engaged with, when entered into with this sort of intentionality creates this sort of epic results. So in other other words, it is the biggest impact the biggest bang <laughs> for your buck <laughs> i would say i just haven't experienced the the breakthrough and the transformation and like the shift in my confidence my my relationship with self as as vast as grand as big with anything else i get that so if that's the case then then yeah yeah and it's important then it it needs time. It needs energy. It needs um, nurturing. If if that's what I'm saying, that if this has been, it's not the only way. It's all necessary. Uh, but I just I haven't experienced any other thing, you know, isolated in its fear to have as big of an impact as this has yeah. and does. What a conversation! <laughs> this was all inspired and kicked off by your magic. Cool. And so. Like this is absolutely not what I wanted. What I initially wanted to talk about. That's which cool. Is, That's awesome, cool. isn't it? Yeah. Go in with a certain idea and just yeah become something else. So I appreciate you for being bold and for sharing for for um, for being courageous because you didn't have to talk about this. Like you didn't have to bring this up. And this is a, such a beautiful example for everyone listening. The what the possibility is when you operate from love. This conversation happened because Sarah operated from a place of love. Had she not done that, we wouldn't have had a conversation. We would have had a great conversation, but this was a beautiful conversation in its spontaneity, in the fact that it was so organic and so real and so raw. And babe, you created, you created the possibility for that. By saying, ah, I have another piece of magic. Mm. And so for you listening, I want you to think, where have you shut down the possibility of beautiful things happening in your life because you've been a little bit afraid, you've been timid, you've been withholding? Ugh. Where is it happening right now? That if you just tap into that courageous part of you, because I know you're freaking courageous, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't courageous. So when you tap into that courageous part of you and you you move from your heart, you get out of your head and you move from your heart and you move with love, what opens up? What possibilities open up? I guarantee there's magic on the other side of that. 
100%. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this conversation with Sarah. Email me, mattcbivens at gmail.com. Ask us more questions. We tapped into a lot of different things in this conversation. And uh, we've, we turned over a number of stones. So if any of those things had you wanting more, if you're like, oh my gosh, you start talking about this, go, go deeper, go more. Uh, let me know. We would love to, to jump into another conversation that's inspired by a question that you have or feedback that you have, comment that you have. Um, if you want to share some of your fears, if you want to release some of those things, I'm happy. I'm happy to hold that space for you. So hit me up, mattcbivens at gmail.com. Hit me up on Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens. And if you want to connect with Sarah directly, because Sarah is such a powerhouse. I mean, you got a taste of her boldness and her intention and her heart and her courage and her compassion and her sexiness and her goddessness (laughs) in this conversation. You just got a little teeny tiny taste. If you want to connect with her, you can do so. What what email do you want people to to reach out? Sarah, S-A-R-A-H at sarahbivens.com. Where else? What about Instagram? Instagram, Sarah M. Bivens is my handle. Awesome. Sarah with an H. Sarah with an H. Yeah. Yep. And you can check out my show, Balance and Motherhood. Yeah. For juicy conversations about balance and motherhood. (laughs) Those two um, topics, those two worlds and how they can collide and integrate and blend together in harmony and how that is possible to be a mama. And it's funny, I have a lot of non-moms that listen to the show as well who just get a lot out of it who are either in preparation for motherhood or I mean, it really is universal conversation. It's just motherhood is the arena in which I'm practicing my balance right now. So um, all kinds of stuff. We get into sex and sexual intimacy, healing, confidence, uh, stress, all, all that beautiful stuff. Yeah. And, and it's great. I get to produce Sarah's show. So I'm, I'm seeing the episodes and I'm publishing them. And you have a lot of raw, vulnerable, honest, sex-related conversations on your show. I do. Body-related conversations yeah, on your show. Yeah, we did a, I've done a number of sex episodes, I think four or five in yeah. the past year of the show, and wouldn't you believe it, they're some of the top episodes. Yeah. Um, body image. I've had breakdowns on the mic, personally. I've There's episodes of me crying about, yeah. <laughs> about stuff that's going on. It's just, it's it's all out there. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank you. And um, yeah, you're amazing. Thank you. Amazing. And Sarah, by the way, this is kind of like a little uh, a little secret. Um, she also coaches folks one-on-one. Oh. So if anybody out there is looking to engage in really intentional one-on-one conversations, uh, maybe around sex, maybe around your conversation around sex, about anything else, Sarah is one of those people. So uh, reach out to her, sarah at sarahbivens.com. You can connect, kick off a conversation with her. And babe, I'm just so grateful to you for connecting with me right now mm-hmm. in this conversation. It was beautiful. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you're awesome. All right, everybody. My name is Matthew Bivens. This over here is Sarah Bivens. Yeah. And here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. 
Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.